0: Another episode of The List of the Podcast. I'm Michael K.
1: And I'm Allison.
0: So, this story that we're going to start with is a story that I loved, 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 (laughs) loved because I love Brits.
1: Yeah. I love
0: WAGs, which stands for Wives and Girlfriends of Sports Stars, in case you don't know, like footballers' wives. And I love Revenge.
1: Oh, so, and I love... Yeah, and this is like juicy revenge.
0: Yeah, this is good. So let's go over the main... The two main players in this story. So yes. there's Colleen Rooney, 1L. Thank you very much. <laughs> Colleen is a queen wag and is the wife of footballer legend Wayne Rooney. Now,
1: what's a queen wag?
0: Well, she's like, you know, a because she's married to a legend... So she's like a queen of wags.
1: So she's like, if wag, you'd like a bold, the W. Yes. She's not just
0: a girlfriend or and a girlfriend. No, she's she's a wife. And she's the wife of a very famous footballer. So it's like Victoria Beckham. She she is the wife of a super famous footballer. She's like a Giselle, if you will. Yes. So that's Colleen Rooney. And then there's Rebecca Vardy. (laughs) who, with a K and an H, thank you very much. So it's spelled R-E-B-E-K-A-H, Rebecca Vardy. She's married to Jamie Vardy, who plays for Leicester City Football Club. Okay, Mm -hmm. so those, Colleen and Rebecca Vardy, they're the (laughs) two main players in this story. So Mm -hmm. Colleen and Rebecca used to be friends until Colleen wondered why the son kept running all these stories about her. Mm -hmm. So after the son kept running stories about her and her family, she suspected Rebecca Vardy (laughs) was behind it and selling her out for money. So Colleen came up with a sting to catch this bitch. So Colleen (laughs) blocked everybody but Rebecca from seeing Instagram stories on her private page. Extremely smart, by the way. That's like yes. a
1: very, that's a, to sound British, that's a very clever way of doing it. That's Australia, like yeah. anyway, moving on.
0: <laughs> yeah, very, um, what's the, what's, uh, what's the, the, like the FBI there? Scotland Yard. Oh, Scotland say- Yard should hire Colleen Rooney. Oh, for sure. So for the next five months, Colleen wrote fake stories on her Instagram stories to see if they'd make it into the sun. She wrote about her basement flooding... <laughs> going back to television, and going to Mexico to look into gender gender selection treatment, because she really wanted a daughter. So mm-hmm. all those stories made it. All those stories made it into the sun. Right. So Co- Colleen wrote this all on Twitter, and says she screenshotted all the stories, which shows just one account looking at the stories, right. and she said that one account belong to the one and only Rebecca Vardy. And I loved the way that Colleen wrote this because she didn't say who it was. It was just, it was a mystery. Like she said what she did, she planned her sting. And mm-hmm. then she said, and the one account that looked at it was Rebecca Vardy. I,
1: I know Colleen needs a reality show, a scripted drama show, a holiday special. She needs it all because I... I want her to write everything.
0: No, she Well, she's too busy solving crimes. It's true. I don't know if this is a crime, but whatever. It's a crime to her. So it's, it's a, a crime in crime wag world. So the Sun would neither confirm or deny that Rebecca was their source, but Rebecca Vardi denies it all and said on Instagram that she wishes Colleen reached out to her privately because she's never sold a story about Colleen to anyone and doesn't even speak to journalists who want to know about Colleen.
1: But Rebecca Vardy, where is the drama in that?
0: She's going to bring it. She's going to bring it. We're getting there. Mm-hmm. So Rebecca Vardy claims that many people have had access to her Instagram, which...
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, Rebecca why would Vardy. You give? Yeah, why would you give people access to your Instagram? And she doesn't need the money. So what would she gain in selling out Colleen? Now, Rebecca Vardy is... Disgusted that she has to deny this, especially since she's pregnant. So just another layer with Colleen's baby, with Wayne Rooney's baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Rebecca Vardy didn't stop there and talk to the Daily Mail. You know, the Sun was pissed about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, oh, the Sun also took down one of the fake stories, by the way.
1: Right, because they'd been had.
0: Yeah, and they and they. Oh, you know, they they need to keep their reputation as the.
1: The preeminent journalistic. (laughs) Yes.
0: So Rebecca Vardy says she uh, talked to Colleen on the phone and told Colleen that everyone hates her now. And why would Colleen do this to her? Rebecca says they didn't really fight because now this is my favorite quote. Mm -hmm. That would be like arguing with a pigeon. You can (sighs) tell it that you are right and it is wrong, but it's still going to shit in your hair. So like now Rebecca Vardy has pigeons mad at her and you don't want to, you don't want pigeons mad at you. Rebecca Vardy has kind of won me over. By shitting on pigeons and like Mike Tyson probably hates her now because he loves pigeons and wouldn't even think of arguing with one.
1: He's a friend of pigeons. It's true. Yeah.
0: So she, yeah, she does not have a fan in Mike Tyson. Now everyone truly hates her, including Mm -hmm. pigeons and Mike Tyson. So, Rebecca Vardy says she's been getting death threats, and so has her unborn baby. Death (laughs) threats? And (laughs) her life is just awful now. So, she had to cut off her holiday in Dubai.
1: Oh, God, it's horrible.
0: And the BBC says that Rebecca Vardy has gotten her lawyers to do a forensic investigation to clear her name. (laughs) And her lawyers have asked Colleen for proof. So Rebecca Vardy's father also believes her Instagram was hacked because she's always liked Colleen.
1: Oh, my God. It's like, but if it's, oh, they're just so dumb. I mean, they're great. They're providing us. Asked with tons of information, but who's uh, like, dumb? <laughs> Rebecca, Rebecca Vardy, and her dad. When he says like, "Oh, her account was hacked." Okay, but it d- it doesn't no, mean it doesn't that, make like, any sense. Yeah, like, sense. It's, it's still the only account that was watching those videos. Like, what? Also, okay, Michael. Do you, okay. I just want to like get to the point here. Do you think Rebecca Vardy is guilty?
0: <laughs> well, the only opinion about everything. British that matters to me Mm -hmm. is Katie Price's opinion and she did a video about this and or something a video or something and she said
2: some people have said do you think this is true now I've met Colleen I don't know I've met her at an event seems really nice and um Rebecca Vardy I've met Rebecca a few times I'm just saying I'm not that I'm taking sides on anything but Colleen seems a bit like me you don't say stuff unless you have Evidence now. Anyone I've outed for a reason if they've really tried to damage me. For example, my best friends when they betrayed me with the husband. Of course, I'm going to out them. I'm name and shame them. Put their name out there. Pictures, the lot. Why wouldn't you? So uh, there's absolute no way. I'm sorry to say it's horrible that Rebecca's getting all this sh- and everything like that. I'm sorry, and but I believe I generally believe that Colleen would not put this statement out unless she had evidence because she could get done for deflammatory, you know, Rebecca's having a baby, she's like heavily pregnant, there's no way, there must be truth in it.
0: Do you believe, do you believe Rebecca Bardi? Rebecca was behind this?
1: Um, yeah. (laughs) Like, I'm not, I'm not a Inspector Poirot, but, or a, uh, I, I don't know any other British spot uh, investigate. Oh, Sherlock Holmes. Duh. Anyway, I'm no Sherlock Holmes, but I mean, all the evidence that Colleen is giving is so cut and dry high school like petty bullshit. Like, it's, it's just so obvious what has happened here. So, even if I was on Rebecca Vardy's side, which I kind of do like Rebecca Vardy, because if she's that petty and scheming, I kind of like that. But it's obvious that
0: she's she screwed up. She screwed up. Well, and honestly, it's like who looks at Instagram stories unless, you know, well, I do.
1: I love Instagram <laughs> stories
0: because I'm looking for I look at your Instagram stories because I'm looking for a reason to sell you out to the sun. <laughs>
1: yeah, the sun doesn't care about seeing my baby at the fair <laughs> petting a horse at the fair.
0: But um, honestly, it was probably a pigeon. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, pigeons know that Rebecca Vardy hates them, so they set her up. Yeah.
1: Also, Rebecca Vardy, if she really wanted to get at Colleen in that way, I'm I'm disgusted that she didn't make a fake Instagram account because you know you never have a paper trail.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're right. Stupid. Yeah,
1: like in this day and age
0: of, uh, you well, know- but then she would have never she would have never gotten caught. We wouldn't have this story. Because the Colleen blocked everybody but Rebecca Vardy. And but I think th- it was Colleen's private Instagram page, not her public one. So she wouldn't just let anybody in. Hmm. So maybe Rebecca Vardi thought of this, but... Or, hey,
1: she's obviously hacked. Somebody hacked her account.
0: <laughs> she was also... That-
1: I love you when she's like, so many people have had access to my Instagram. Like, who? It's not the fridge in your
0: kitchen. It's your Instagram account. Um, like, Excuse you. She's a wag. Um, Assistance. Like, uh, right, Glam Squad. Glam Squad. Um, flat tummy tea executives. Mm-hmm. The person uh, yeah, who picks out know. her platform stilettos. Yeah. So many people have access. But, yeah. But the but the takeaway is, like, Sherlock Holmes and Jessica Fletcher can officially retire. Oh. Because, yeah, Colleen Rooney is the only detective we need, really. Murder, she Instagrammed. Or did she tweet? <laughs> she both. She did both. Murder, yeah. she Instagrammed and tweeted.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh poor Becca Vardy. I mean, thoughts and prayers go to her for not getting to complete her holiday in Dubai. So, moving on from wives and girlfriends of... Sports stars or footy stars, to ex ex-wives and just ex-wives of Hollywood stars. Um, Jeremy Renner is once again.
0: Oh, do you want to debate? <laughs> do you want to debate what? me
1: calling him a Hollywood star?
0: Oh, I no, he's a heard... Hollywood star. He's in. Um, what is he in? The Avengers. Oh, Avengers and shit. Yeah, he's
1: the bow and arrow
0: one. So she's then a a, a, a was wife. Oh no, she said that doesn't work. She's a a wolf a wife of hollywood star wolves
1: but she's yeah but she's an ex-wife so she's a oh so she's an ex-wolf e wolf (laughs) (laughs) oh we've already given her uh way more attention than jeremy renner wishes that he could give her so it's uh, jeremy renner was married to sunny pacheco so she was like a model She – and, like, a Canadian model. And she got with Jeremy, like, seven years ago. So she got with Jeremy, got married, um, like, ten months after their six-year-old daughter, Ava Berlin, was born. So they got together, had a kid, got married, got divorced, like, immediately after they got married. And then it's been a huge mess ever since. Um, So in between six years ago and today – Jeremy Renner and Sonny have been fighting over the custody of Ava, and they've just been lobbying tons of allegations at each other. And both of them boil down to that person is a shit parent. Like, Jeremy's a shit parent. Yeah, nobody should be taking care of her. Exactly. So, recently, it kind of stepped up a little bit. So, in September... Sonny filed for sole custody of Ava, like, completely sole, like sole physical, sole legal, like monitored visits for Jeremy. It was very dramatic and nobody knew why. Right. Yeah. yeah. Then like a day later, <laughs> Jeremy filed for sole custody of Ava. Again, sole legal, physical, no uh, or like monitored visits for Sonny. And again, no reason was given.
0: So, well, she's at the time when she filed, she said it's because he has guns around and it's dangerous or whatever. Oh yeah. And then when he filed for sole, he said because she's like a party girl, right? Right. So the, and they've like they've said that before too about each other. Like
1: Sunny's like I don't think that his house is safe for little kids. And yeah, you're right. Like Jeremy's accuses her of being like Eddie Murphy's girlfriend who wants to party all the time. So recently, we found out why well like we have more details of it okay so sunny's story came first and she claimed so she has a lot of claims against jeremy so here's why jeremy is a
0: yeah they both have like a laundry
1: list Mm -hmm. it's it's very it's dramatic (laughs) so i know for
0: two boring people it's very dramatic Mm -hmm.
1: for somebody who like i shouldn't be caring anything about past like what bow and arrow does he use, which if I want to know that, all I have to do is visit his Amazon store. Anyways, so this is what Sunny says about uh, Jeremy. This is the picture that she paints for us. Okay. So Jeremy once threatened to kill himself and kill her with a shotgun and he also used that shotgun to shoot a hole in the ceiling, which is very like old-timey Wild West, um, but also really violent and <laughs> terrible. Terrible as well. Yeah,
0: that's not. Yeah, and he's like, and he's like a home flipper. He like buys homes and then flips them. And, and so you you spend all this work on redoing the house, and then you're just gonna go and shoot the ceiling. What kind of home flipper does that?
1: I guess it's one who like just really loves his job. You know, he's like. Well, they're
0: not good at it because they got to spend more money to fix it.
1: He's like, love your love your job. Don't work a day in, <laughs> day in your life. So anyway, so she's, she she says that he's like extremely emotionally and verbally abusive. B- abusive, sorry, which. I mean, yeah. If she, if he's threatened to kill himself and kill her, that's that's full blown abu- abuse. Allegedly, of course. So she also claims that Jeremy is allegedly a drunk and a cokehead. Which, to be honest, shooting a gun in the ceiling sounds like coke, That's cokehead behavior for sure. Um, I'm pretty sure I remember that scene from Boogie Nights. So Scarface, um, Scarface. Yeah, it's <laughs> totally Scarface. So um, Sunny uh, claims that Jeremy once left cocaine on the bathroom counter
0: while little Ava was over which which well in Jeremy's defense like if I was taking a, care of a kid I'd have to do coke too so I can't fault him for that that's Yo, just normal parent behavior that's just getting through it,
1: it you know what it, it really is like there's there's a time it's like three o'clock I call it twilight hour where like you're just They're you're really tired yeah it's like I'll do anything like, to stay awake
0: I just need some coke
1: yeah Um. so here's Um, Oh, and so Sunny also claims that Jeremy has, he should like this, or sorry, she claimed that Jeremy had a long list of women that was coming in and out of his house. So these are just like Jeremy's girlfriends or Jeremy's bang friends, right? And their names are, because this is important, Taylor with an L-E-R, Kelly with an E-Y, Natalie, Summer, Faith, Christina, Naz. jessica so here's where jeremy fights back
0: so he so he like only dates characters from sweet valley high is what you're talking about
1: yeah yeah um so jeremy claims that sunny this is weird it's a little confusing so i wish i had like hand puppets to explain this to everyone but i'll try my best jeremy says that sunny sent his nudes to their custody evaluator With the purpose of humiliating him. So I don't know why the custody evaluator needed to see pictures of Jeremy's dick. But Senny sent those dick pictures to the custody evaluator.
0: And then she also sent like sexy pics of the nanny to the custody evaluator too.
1: Which I can see maybe why she was doing that because she possibly was like, look at this trampy woman who Jeremy hired to watch my kid, which again, wrong, because you can be trampy and also look after kids. Like, that's not, you know.
0: (laughs) You can be trampy and also look after kids.
1: You can. It's like, that's not a job requirement that you're not trampy. So, I mean, don't sonny shouldn't be slut shaming anyone but but then so like there's there's nudes exchange and but, but so
0: everyone this custody evaluator is getting a lot of nudes so i I need to switch jobs yeah i know. not like lucky that's the job to have yeah
1: and it sounds like like unsolicited ones too like they're just being like hey do you want to see jeremy renner's penis like okay sure i'll
2: yeah, take a look so, at
1: it so uh, oh, also he jeremy says that sonny threatened to sell the pictures to the media um, and that she didn't, but she kind of kept it on the back. That runner. makes sense. Oh, yes. Yeah, Custody
0: sure. evaluator, even if, you know, the dick is ugly, I don't, yeah, I don't see the relevant, I don't know. Unless it says, unless he has tattooed on his dick, Sonny is a slut whore bitch. Yes. Then, yeah, I don't see the. Or I'm a bad dad. Yeah. I do coke. I yeah. shot the ceiling. <laughs> I shot, yeah,
1: it says right all around the base of it in like a swirly. It's like, <laughs> I shot up the ceiling while I was high on coke. I have a gun. I used it to shoot my ceiling. I feel like Jeremy's Jeremy con- would be more concerned if, let's say, the picture was like his penis with his friend and roommate, like high, like uh, thumbs-upping beside it or something. Like He'd be like, I don't want that leaked to the press because that will only fuel those gay rumors. Yeah. So, oh, excuse me. Well, I was going to say alleged gay rumors, but no, that's... No, they're gay rumors. They're gay rumors. So he also claimed... Jeremy also claims that Sonny is obsessed with sex. And, well, I mean, to be fair, Sonny seems to be obsessed with his uh, dick pics. If she's just sending them out willy-nilly to, like, custody evaluators and lawyers. But anyway, he claims that she's obsessed with sex and that she makes sexy sculptures that... Um, Ava is exposed to and he doesn't like that Ava's being exposed to what he
0: calls quote dark graphic and sexual material which bitch really like he was in tag so he shouldn't <laughs> say shit about disturbing material because if we want to go there Yeah,
1: <laughs> but also so you can see Sunny's sculptures online she has an Instagram page and when I first heard this story so I mean I not to not to brag it's not a brag cuz pretty much everyone good in but i went to art school in college Ooh. and i know so fancy but anyway so i was expecting the worst i went into it being like these sculptures are going to could be really really bad cuz i've seen some
0: well you were judging a book by its cover oh you were i thinking was thinking like oh this what what are we calling her uh xwo awo a she's her this shit's going to be like Play-Doh
1: Oh, I wasn't even judging the cover. I was judging the spine. Like I was like, "This is going to be so bad." But to be fair, they're they're really
0: well done. <laughs> like, yeah, they're not like, bad. She's a
1: really good artist. She's a great. Well,
0: she's sculptor. putting that Avengers money to good use with that art.
1: I to be fair, honestly, she's there's some skill in it. She did some bronze work, which I'm like, that's hard. That's not easy to do. That's not something you pick up in an afternoon when you're like, okay, well, I've threatened to sell his dick pics. So now, what do I do with the rest of my time? Like that's
0: Yeah, they look I mean, they look professional.
1: She's a professional artists, so we'll say that. So um we don't know where the custody situation stands right now. A judge hasn't decided who is the worst parent, the parent that is sculpting bronze titties or the parent that is allegedly getting coked up and shooting the ceiling. Um I have a feeling that it's probably going to stay 50-50, but by yeah, the way gonna, they're talking, there's going to be some monitored visits in the future for sure.
0: Yeah, it's going to stay 50-50. Or just give a, the kid to the roommate.
1: At this point, that's honestly the best option here. Or you know what? Give Let her have a new babysitter every day of the week. So on Monday, it's Taylor. Tuesday, it's Kelly. Wednesday, Natalie. And so on and so on until you get to Jessica and then you're back at Taylor again. Perfect. Yeah, Solution. also those names... Do they not kind of feel like um Jeremy Renner just like trying to remember um the lyrics to Mambo number five?
0: Yeah, totally.
1: He's like, uh let's see we got a Taylor in my life and Kelly by my side. <laughs> a little bit of Natalie's all I need. <laughs> so so um I don't have a good link to this. I mean, except for the nudes. This story's about nudes. Just kind of like how the last story was about nudes. Except this these nudes are a nude I would like to look at. That's not true. I don't want to look at anyone's nudes unless they're putting them out themselves. And these are unconsensual nudes. <laughs> these are not
0: nudes. That was a journey. I was was like... a...
1: Trust me, my brain was like a rat on a wheel trying to get through that one. I'm like, oh, okay, keep going. So Ronan Farrow, as we most, most of us know, he's got a new book called Catch and Kill. And it's all about... Um, his investigation of like Me Too stuff like Harvey Weinstein and Matt Lauer. That's kind of how – that was my introduction to Catch and Kill was all the Matt Lauer stuff that came out this week. Mm -hmm. So – and sorry, last week, I'm dating myself. So Ronan says that while he was um, doing research and writing the book and while he was kind of doing uh, reporting and journalism on Trump and Weinstein. So little backstory, Trump is friends with – Uh, American Media Inc, which publishes the National Enquirer. yeah. So they're in cahoots together. So Ronan claims that the National Enquirer tried to get his nudes as sort of blackmail while he was doing all this investigative uh, reporting and exposing creeps and stuff like that. So... Um, Yeah, and he
0: went... Well, like, when the Jeff Bezos thing happened, when Jeff Bezos said that the National Enquirer was blackmailing him mm -hmm. with dick pics, Ronan said that they did that to him, too. So, like, the National Enquirer is all about dick pics. Sunny Pacheco should get a job there.
1: Yeah, I mean, she's good at obtaining them. She's good at... uh, Spreading
0: them, yeah. She's she's missing her calling.
1: If the sculpture stuff doesn't work out. So here's how Ronan kind of... He was his own wag. He was his own Colleen. And this is how he... um, caught the national Enquirer, so he figured that something was up when the national Enquirer ran a story about one of his uncles that he'd never met being convicted of sexual assault or misconduct on a minor basically it was his he had a molester uncle but he'd never met him it was his mom's brother and it was like somebody he'd never okay. had a relationship with so the national Enquirer ran a story about them and it's like, okay, why? That's weird, right? So shortly after that happened, and that, this is while he's investigating Trump. So right away, the National Enquirer is trying to get dirt on yeah. him. So he starts getting messages from people, and they're aggressively soliciting
0: dick pics from him. So I really wish they wrote a message him. from people like on Twitter.
1: He doesn't say. So I'm okay. assuming like Twitter, probably yeah, Twitter probably. Instagram, maybe emails, right? And yeah. I wish so badly that he had this like described their way of doing it because I want to know how aggressive they were I want to believe it was like hey Ronan love your work can I see your dick hey Ronan how's that book coming let me see that dick
0: but he doesn't say how well regular people probably do that people not trying to get dirt
1: (laughs) yeah to be fair I can assume his DMs are full of dick messages yeah just dick that's what DM stands for dick pic they don't even say like I like your work they're like Ronan penis please That's it. So, um, he, uh, he refused to send them out. And he was like, no, I'm not giving you dick pics. Like, I kind of know what's up. And then the National Enquirer published a complaint that Ronan had refused to send any dick pics.
0: What does that mean? Like, did they, like, they just wrote Ronan Farrow wouldn't give us dick pics that we were going to use to blackmail him? Was that the complaint?
1: Maybe, or maybe they were like, uh, like Ronan, Ronan Farrow, um, Uh, entangled in conversation to send dick pics, but he wouldn't do it. Like, maybe, like, what
0: a tease. Yeah, I looked for it, I couldn't find it. Because I was like, what does he mean by that?
1: Yeah, so that's very strange. So then the um, National Enquirer allegedly threatened him with an untrue story about being involved with another journalist. It was a journalist who also kind of had the same uh, motive as him, like, you know, blasting uh, Harvey Weinstein and whatnot, getting the truth out there. So... And, yeah, so that's when he, like, tweeted about saying, like, yeah, the National Enquirer totally tried to target me with, like, my nudes as well. So American Media Inc. denies that they ever did this.
0: Of course, yeah.
1: It would be honestly more honest if they were just like, yeah, we tried to set up – we're sleazy. We tried to set up Yeah, he can get his dick pics. Deal with it. We're the National Enquirer. Yeah,
0: don't you know who we are? Like, are you new?
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So Like, Bat Boy is like, yeah, trust me on this one. Oh, wait, that's Weekly World News. But anyway, so their statement says – Mr. Farrow's narrative is driven by unsubstantiated allegations from questionable sources. and While these stories may be dramatic, they are completely untrue. So they call him a liar, which is pretty rich because it's like the National Enquirer calling someone a liar. Okay. And also I was watching Ronan Farrow on The View and he also said that um, while he was writing the book, he was being uh, targeted and followed by people that Harvey Weinstein had hired to follow him, which is... Like, it's kind of crazy. It's Ronan Farrow. Like, he's going to get the story out anyway.
0: It doesn't matter how much you threaten him or try to, like, get his dick pics. Well, and that's the thing. Like, the National Enquirer, like, they were lucky he didn't send them a dick pic because if Ronan Farrow inherited the dick size of his alleged daddy, Frank Sinatra, like, and sent them, sent pics of it, like, he would have broke their phones. It would have went from storage over, it would have broke from storage (laughs) overload. Shit is supposed would have, to be big.
1: Would have killed a whole server farm uh, outside Just, of Cupertino.
0: Yeah, bring it all down.
1: And I mean, that. so in case you're not familiar with the rumors. Frank
0: what, Sinatra that, that Frank Sinatra Sinatra's a huge dick? Yeah, everyone knows this. Oh my god, they teach this in school.
1: I don't, well, I obviously
0: <laughs> went to the wrong schools. It's part of American history.
1: Like <laughs> They're like, okay, kids, open your book. It's, it's uh, Dick Appreciation Month. Talk about Frank Sinatra and... Uh, Wait, who's the other guy who had a huge dick that they always talked about? Burl Ives? No, not Burl Ives. <laughs> you know, he's like that old-timey Burl comedian. Ives.
0: What old-timey comedian?
1: He's like an old-timey comedian. Okay. And he had a huge dick. Just look up Hollywood huge d- dicks and when it comes up you're going to be like, "Oh my god, I totally know who this." Milton Burl. Is Milton Burl? <laughs>
0: <was Milton> <laughs> I was like, I like I know Burl him. Ives.
1: Hey, Burl Ives. I was close. Damn, I was closer than my stupid brain ought to make me... Yeah, Milton Berle allegedly also had a huge penis. Anyway, point is, Milton Berle, Ronan Farrow, (laughs) Frank Sinatra, giant penises.
0: Okay, so let's move on from... I love talking about dick pics. I can talk about it all day. But Mm -hmm. let's move on to this story, which honestly we should have led with because it's the story of the year, honestly. Jonathan Van Ness, he's the the gay Yanni from Queer Eye and Gay of Thrones. He got himself a new gig. So you know how all those Instagram people, you know, are pimping out laxative teas? Oh, I know. JVN is also pimping out shit, specifically a bottle of stank that masks the smell of shit, Mm -hmm. he's the news spokesperson, spokesbutt, whatever you want to call it, of Mm poo-pourri. That's that overpriced (laughs) toilet spray that you spray in your toilet water before you take a dump and it's supposed to mask the scent of your turds. If you've Mm -hmm. been to Bed Bath & Beyond, you've seen walls of it because it feels like that's the only shit they sell there.
1: That and towels.
0: Yeah. Mostly poopery. It's, I it feel like it's everywhere. So, uh, I've never used it. So, I don't know if it works. I don't, have you ever used it? No. Yeah. Not I'm not going to spend $10 when a bottle of when matches are free. Matches
1: are the most magical air freshener. Yeah. How does that quick. work, Michael? No, I'm serious. It's magic. It's magic. If you've never light a, lit a match, like struck a match
0: after you've done a dough, it's, like, it's crazy. It disappears. Yeah, it, the match smoke eats the shit. Mm-hmm. So, JVN, he did an ad for Poopery, and, it I mean, it's so weird. So, the ad is called, Want Your Poop to Smell Gorge? <laughs> <laughs> so, it's basically him in a bathroom helping people shit. Like, one girl is too embarrassed to take a shit, and he gives her... Like a pep talk?
3: Yeah, he, the, he gives her a poo talk. Are you drugs to poop? Jonathan Van Ness? Yes, and let me just say, this look you're serving is everything. It's emboldened business person ferocious. Now, why are you ashamed to poop?
1: Cause what if it stinks and somebody finds
3: out? What? That you're an incredible person with a foin working digestive system? Queen, you should be out there living life to the fullest, not in here playing poop chicken with your coworkers. There's a little diva inside there, honey, and it is time you let her out. Ah, Poopery, now get to work. Thank you. P-O, O-P, come on girl, set that, ish free, P-O.
0: It's very weird. So he also did an interview with People Magazine about Poopery because a check is a check, but he said he partnered with Poopery for the check, let's be real, but he says he did it because he likes to uh, destigmatize things that bring shame like poop smells and that he loves anything that deals with poop shame. (laughs) So, I mean, he's the scat queen of all scat queens at this point. The scat empress. (laughs) So, he
3: decided to tell his own story about poo shame. It was Sepulveda and Pico, and I was in a Kia Rio at a red light with nowhere to run. And it wasn't a shart or a chancer, as my stepdad would have said. A chancer is when you need to fart, and so you take a chance, and, and you're, but you're not sure. And so you and you fart. But no, this wasn't a chancer or a chart. This was this was a 27 year old having a a full uh, diarrhea BM that was brought on by, and it just gets worse and worse. A hot seafood spinach salad with a kombucha and frozen yogurt, and then I got in the car and I um get gallons of shit, just gallons and gallons.
0: Uh, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, he that, earned that check.
1: He, I mean, it's so funny because it has absolutely nothing to do with poopery. Well, it's funny because so like, he
0: he says like at the end of that he said he ties it all in by saying, "And I didn't have any poopery to spray on the seats." <laughs> Before I diarrhea it all over them.
1: Because because you know that's what you would have done if you had a bottle of poopery. I'm like, oh better spritz the seat in case I shit all over it.
0: Yeah, I just better spray my asshole before the <laughs> shit comes out because I will smell like grandma or whatever the hell poopery smells like.
1: Not poo apparently.
0: No. But I wanted to do this story because I have my own poop story. Wait, do you have a poop story?
1: Um no, I don't think so.
0: Well, you're f- <laughs> you've got it together. You've got life figured out. I mean, you do I not have, have a poop story. I
1: have a, I have a small poop story. It's not that good,
0: but <laughs> but do you want to talk?
1: Yeah, sure. Okay, good. One time I was uh working. I used to work at a a Canadian themed hardware store. Canadians will know what I'm talking about. And um, so I was up in the staff bathroom, and I'd eaten a whole bunch of. Um, like, partially melted ice cream. One of the freezers had gone down. So I, like, okay. was eating much ice cream. Anyway, so apparently melted ice cream is not good anyway. You, so yeah, I, like, took a huge shit in the bathroom. And then when when I was done, like, two cooler girls that I worked with came in. And they were like, oh, my God, it stinks in here. And I was like, yeah, I, I know. It's terrible. And then I was like, who do I blame this on? So... I blamed it on, like, an older lady that I (laughs) work with. I was like, oh, yeah, it was totally, let's just call her Jenny. I'm like, yeah, it was, that was Jenny. She came in and it was horrible and she just, like, destroyed the bathroom. And they're like, oh, my God, she's so gross. I'm like, ah, I know, she's disgusting. And I like, as I was doing it, I was like, I have earned my ticket to hell.
0: Poor Jenny. And if you had some poopery, you would have never had to blame Jenny.
1: I know. Because they'd be like,
0: why does it smell like a florist in here?
1: I'm like, oh well, that's me. <laughs> anyway, so that's that's the only story, but my that's a regretful
0: one. Go ahead. Well, mine still traumatizes me today. So okay. it happened last week. No, it happened <laughs> when I was in the first grade. Oh, so no. I went to school like in one of my favorite outfits. I think about this outfit a lot. It was okay. such a hot outfit. So it was gray coochie cutters. I mean, these shorts were short. <laughs> And like a gray sleeveless shirt with red, white, and blue stripes on it on the oh. front. It was very patriotic. But, you know, it was the 80s and it was California. So it was okay to dress like a slut to school then. Right. And so I was in class and I had to take a shit. <laughs> so I asked my teacher, Mrs. Elmis, if I could go to the bathroom. And she said no, because there were, there were like 10 minutes left in school but when you have to take a dump, 10 minutes is a lifetime yeah so i like i held my butt cheeks together as long as i could but i could not anymore and i crapped myself so
3: no i had to
0: sit in class in my own shit and like you like with the girls asking you what's that smell they were like what's that smell like who farted and i did i said nothing i didn't blame jenny i should have
1: well good for you (laughs) you've got you've got a Bigger backbone than I have.
0: So the bell rang and I grabbed my things and I had to hold my coochie cutters like at the <laughs> the, the back and I had to hold like the bottom, you know what I mean? Oh
2: no, yeah. So the shit wouldn't that. come out. Oh no.
0: And I ran outside to my sister and she was waiting for me so we could walk home, right? Because mm-hmm. we walked home every day. So I told her what happened and like what she should have done is tell me to go to the bathroom and clean myself up, and she'll, you know, she'll go to the office, see if they have shorts or something. Right. That's what she should have done. But instead, because she probably wanted to humiliate me, she told me to run home. So we live, like, 20 minutes away from school. So I run I'd listen to her and I run. And as I run, the shit is coming down my legs. People are like, Ew. And she's running behind me and she's telling people, Oh, he has a problem. Oh my oh, god. he has issues. Like I have some kind of sickness.
1: Your sister.
0: My own sister. Oh my but so I get home, it's all fine. But what was surprising to me, like the next day, nobody brought it up.
1: Because well, it's because tr- the parent the kids probably went home, told their parents what they saw, and they were like, You do not make fun of that boy. That is something horrible. Don't ever mention that.
0: I mean, this is great school. If they, I mean, they would have made fun of me. I don't think my class saw, I think like other kids saw, but nobody in my class, so that would save me. Like, so I didn't get made fun of. I mean, I'm sure they called me a faggot that day, but at least they didn't call me like a shitty faggot. <laughs> so. So that so yeah, it was horrible. And the what made the story even more horrible and more traumatizing is that my coochie cutters got ruined. Oh, they had to be thrown you... away. My awelita had to throw them away. She could not save them. Oh so no! So that's hor- it's, yeah, it's horrible. You tried to wash them. I would have thrown those in the trash. Yeah, because th- these were my pride and joy. <laughs>
1: You're like, please, please bleach that poo state out. I need these shorts. Save them. Put them on life support.
0: So yeah, that that that's my poo story, and I have more, but <laughs> oh my god, that's Michael, more. I'm surprised you don't have like any poop your pants in public stories. Like I said, you have it together.
1: I have one, but it's it's like I wasn't I wasn't gonna tell it, but I'll tell it. M- me and one of my friends, we were like. We heard we heard that laxatives were a good uh, diet. to Oh anyone. yeah, I've
0: done that. Yeah, <laughs> and, and oh yeah, so, I've had that happen to me.
1: Yeah, so we like we're like we'll do we'll do laxatives for like a week, and we're like it's a great way to slim down, and um, both of us shit our pants
0: on the way home from school. Yeah, it's I mean you lose weight, but at what price? <laughs> oh. This is where Allison and I go over five stories, starting with Hugh Grant. He went to see Joker at a theater in London last week and tweeted, Am I old or is the cinema much too loud? Unendurable. Pointless. So the movie chain tweeted him back and apologized, saying that they regularly check volume levels, etc. They asked uh, what theater he was in, and he tweeted, Fulham Broadway, Saturday Night, Screen 7, Joker, but joke was on us. So apparently, like turning up the volume is a thing. And a critic for IndieWire said that the first It movie was louder, so the scares would be bigger.
1: Hmm. Apparently they like to pump up the jams inside the movie theater. Yeah. But Hugh Grant does not like that. No. I mean, yeah, I can see why Hugh Grant was pissed. He was probably like, do you know how difficult it was for me to ask the random woman sitting beside me for her phone number? I couldn't hear her. I couldn't hear any of the digits. I went home without a phone number. So thanks. That's a joke about Hugh Grant picking up anything that moves. <laughs> in case he didn't get that one.
0: Well, like he sound like he's really old now because he's bitching about volume. And back in the day he wouldn't even notice since he'd be getting a blowjob by a prostitute in the back row. <laughs> so he he is old. So And now he's he's gone from getting a blowjob by a prostitute to trying to pick up women, get their phone numbers. So he's evolved.
1: Yeah, of course. He's grown as a person.
0: Uh, Amber Rose has a six-year-old son with Wiz Khalifa named Sebastian Taylor Thomas. They call him Bash. So last week, she gave birth to her second son she made with her boyfriend Alexander... A.E. Edwards. So they decided to name their son Slash Electric Alexander Edwards. So Amber Rose is a big fan, in case you didn't know, of Slash from Guns N' Roses. So now her sons are Bash and Slash, which sounds like a criminal act. It is a criminal act. Well, naming (laughs) your son Slash Electric is anyway.
1: Oh, Mike, I'll be really disappointed if Amber doesn't find a way to work this new baby's name into the next time she's promoting Flat Tummy Tea. Like she should she needs to say it will slash the baby weight in half. Electrify your metabolism with
0: this tea. You should write her that. I should and then I should get like 20% of the profits. But what do you think of the name for real?
1: I I mean, I understand that she likes slash but it just Slash is like a, Slash is like a nickname for a, for a lady business.
0: And so I don't know. For a lady it. business? For a. Oh. Oh, for oh her hush. Oh, Gash is too, right? Maybe yeah, that's a theme. Them Maybe that's her theme. Pussy names. Gash and Slash. There you go. <laughs>
1: Wait, which one is Gash?
0: Oh, Bash.
1: Bash. She's Gash like, will bash.
0: be the next one. Yeah. She's
1: like, when she gets with a new guy, she's like, yeah, bash that Slash. <laughs>
2: But, like, I don't...
0: The name doesn't flow to me. No, no. Like, Slash Electric? That doesn't even flow. I mean, it sounds like what they do to you when you don't pay your bill, your electric bill. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, it doesn't work. So, Kim Gordon of Sonic Youth told The Guardian that when she was a teenager, she and a friend got caught smoking weed on Tom Sawyer's Island at Disneyland, and they spent the night in the mysterious Disney jail. Blake Lively also claimed that she ended up in Disney jail after sneaking into the park without paying. So some say that Disney jail is basically just a security office where they keep you as they decide what to do with you, like release you or call the police or whatever. And others say it's a white cell with mirrored windows so the guards can watch you.
1: Ooh, that's, that's creepy, <laughs> even for Disneyland. <laughs> I... I don't, I don't know what Disney Jill would be like. I mean, I'm not picturing... I'm not picturing, like, Mickey Mouse being like, Oh, you've got one phone call. That would be like horrible. I, that would be
0: Rikers. Be <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's like, here's my friend Winnie the Pooh. I don't know what Winnie's going to do to you in that cell. But anyways, um, I feel like, though, you don't... I mean, Kim Gordon can do whatever she wants. She's great. But, like, do you really... You don't really have to smoke weed to feel stoned at Disneyland. Like, just... Go on It's a Small World or Mr. Toad or Peter Pan's Magic Flight or like those are all going to make you feel really high. Or go get your picture taken with Chip and Dale. They're like six foot tall chipmunks.
0: Yeah, that's true. That whole place, yeah, is is like you're in edibles. But like to me, Disney Jail sounds like a dream compared to standing in a four hour line with screaming kids, which is Disney Death Row. (laughs) so i would want to go to disney jail actually i want to go now we should go and smoke weed on tom sawyer's island so we can get in. yeah and get out of the disney shoe so when we heard that catwoman was going to be in the new batman movie called the batman there was a rumor that director matt reeves and producers wanted a zoe kravitz type and well they got a zoe kravitz type because zoe kravitz is the new catwoman Mm -hmm. the hollywood reporter says she beat out isa gonzalez Anna De Armas and Ella Balinska. Robert Pattinson is playing Batman and filming starts next year for a twenty twenty-one, if the world is around then, release. So we also did the voice of Catwoman in the Lego Batman movie.
1: So it's not that much of a stretch for her.
0: Mm, well Well
1: Lego Batman's a little different, I guess, from Lego I don't think Lego I ever Batman. saw that, did you? Uh Oh, you mean like the Lego movie?
0: The Lego Batman movie.
1: Oh no, I didn't see that one. Yeah, I just saw neither. the Lego movie. Yeah, Why? No. I don't know. Anyway, but, um, I mean, yeah, they wanted a Zoe Kravitz type. They got a Zoe Kravitz type, but I just don't understand what, like, what vibe is this movie going for? Because, her and Robert Pattinson is just gonna be like the third act showdown fight is just going to be them being like whatever I don't care I don't care whatever I'm over it who cares whatever
0: yeah it's just going to be them staring at each other while look I mean while looking beautiful I mean we've both seen them act both of them (laughs) act. just going to be looking beautiful which is a step up from like Batman and Robin but I'd rather see Lenny Kravitz as Catwoman because I want to see him whip that tail around and by tail (laughs) I mean dick (laughs) My name is Sonny Pacheco. Yeah. (laughs) So, on the Am I the Asshole subreddit, which I love, and you should read if you have the time, uh, a woman said that she and her fiancé are grossed out about the wedding industry and are trying to keep their wedding as cheap as possible. So, they're having their wedding and reception at their uncle's farm, which is free. A friend is catering the reception as a gift, and friends in a band are providing the music as a gift. She also bought her dress at Goodwill and says the entire wedding will cost them around $2,000. So they came up with a plan to make all or some of that $2,000 back. They plan to buy the booze, pay their cousin to bartend, and then charge a moderate, her word, not mine, amount for each drink so they can make a profit. They're going to have 150 guests. So she asked Reddit about this, if this was an asshole move, because one of her bridesmaids said that it was incredibly tacky.
1: Um, yes. I'm like totally on the side of that bridesmaid. You think it's tacky? tacky. It's so tacky. Like, I understand having a cash bar. I get that, right? But like, when you have a cash bar... The drinks are like two bucks, right? Like they're cheap. They're they're not like you're not paying like five bucks for a drink. Mm-hmm. It's it's very inexpensive. And like even then, I feel like people don't do cash bars anymore because it just feels like if I have to if I have to put on a fucking pair of Spanks, yeah, exactly, and get a present for you, and I've got to drive to your uh, wedding reception. Like it's like no, just give me a drink. I need a drink. Give me one free drink. That's all I want.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. Like, I'm, you know, I have to take a shower. Yeah. And I have to put myself together. I have to listen your to your cheesy vows. I have to watch your, da- you your dad with show. your dan- dad, dance with your dad to a shitty song. Like, give me a drink. Yeah. One drink at least. No, five drinks. Give me five drinks
3: at least. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, and also, she she kind of fucked up by going on the Reddit to, like, ask people. Because now her cover is blown. Like, She's not gonna make she's gonna make zero dollars off her drinks because everyone is gonna smuggle in boxes of wine wrapped up like gifts.
0: Yeah, well she fucked up with telling the bridesmaid. Yeah. yeah. Cause like you said, the bridesmaid's gonna go and tell everyone they're gonna bring in their own booze and then they're gonna be out that out of that money. That's what Colleen Rooney would have done. And now we say goodbye, but. Before we go, if you haven't rated or reviewed us, please do. And if you got a question for us or want to tell us your story about the time you shit your pants, because we obviously love those, you can email us at, DTP at Uh Okay, so till next week. <laughs> Bye. Thank you, Allison. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. Bye.